Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, SaveLives.org is their website. A lot of basketball to talk about tonight. Some great games uh, you produce still going on. We'll talk about that. The man is going to shepherd you through the night with all of those important scores. The star of our show, it's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, thanks so much. It is great to be with you. And Nathaniel Finch, let's start things in West Lafayette where number two Purdue is once again dismantling Indiana. It's a 73-51 game towards the under-four timeout of the second half. Purdue is rolling so much so that Zach Eady, of course, he's got his double-double with 26 points and 13 rebounds. He has added four assists. But Edie has also made his first career three-pointer. He let a triple go at the top of the key, which erupted Mackey Arena, number two Purdue, on their way to a sweep of IU this season. There was a ton of basketball today. There is no doubt about it. And we've got plenty of scores to tell you. Over the next three and a half minutes, we'll lock in right now. Let's start with college basketball. Indiana State surviving a scare against Missouri State on the road, but the trees prevail, 73-71 the final. Indiana State is 22-3. They got 24 points from Ryan Conwell, former Pike man. Isaiah Swope with 19. He starred at Castle High School, and the trees draw Illinois State on Tuesday. How about the Butler Bulldogs? 20 points from D.J. Davis. They outlast Providence inside Hinkle Fieldhouse, 75 to 72. Bulldogs are 16 and 8, very much alive in the Big East. Belmont took care of Valparaiso, 96-78 today. Rare non-conference February game. Ball State falls to Texas State, 68 to 60. Ball State 12 and 12. Murray State the win by a triple against Evansville, 73 to 70. Purdue Fort Wayne crushed IUPUI 92-65 and Notre Dame with the win over Virginia Tech 74-66. Marcus Burton was fabulous. 16 points, 8 assists, 6 steals, 4 rebounds. He truly did it all. Let's check in with some NAIA and Division Three plus a couple Division Two basketball scores, beginning with Wabash and their win over Hiram, 79-66. Manchester over Transylvania, 91-83. It was Olivet beating Trine, 87-75. Oberlin topped DePaul, 84-76. Rose Holman, 62. Mount St. Joseph, 46 today. Earlham over Franklin by a penny, 75-74. It was Anderson, 93, bluffed in 87. Indiana Wesleyan defeated St. Francis, 82-77. St. Mary of the Woods beating IU Kokomo, 82-59. Rochester beat Indiana Tech, 77-73. It was Bethel, 80. Mount Vernon Nazarene, 67 today. High scoring as Grace pounds Goshen, 97-61. Spring Arbor over Taylor, 81-59. Hanover got the win over Defiance, 85-58. Indiana South Bend over St. Ambrose, 91-71. IU Southeast picks up the win over Oakland City, 70-59. It was Calumet beating up St. Xavier, 85-66. IU Northwest over Trinity Christian today, 83-70. And Truman got the win over UND, 85-76. There were some major upsets in the top 25. 
beginning with Rutgers beating a number 11 Wisconsin 78-56. Tell you what, those stingy Scarlet Knights, they're all around in the Big Ten. Gonzaga beat number 17 Kentucky 89-85. Kentucky has lost three straight games in Rupp Arena. First time that has ever happened. Michigan State, it's here. Izzo, March, it's on the way. Michigan State upsets number 10, Illinois, 88-80. to And Florida gets the win over number 12, Auburn, 81-65. to Pacers beat the Knicks in New York, 125-111. 30th win of the year for the Indiana Pacers. How about in double overtime, Charlestown Regional Girls Basketball, Brownstown Central over South Spencer, 55-50, double OT. Plenty of girls basketball scores on the way in the 10 o'clock hour. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Mike Armstrong, the girls coach at Franklin Community High School, rejoins me at the Decatur Central Regional. Excuse me, that wasn't Decatur Central. I got I got the wrong I got the wrong one. <laughs> but um, the uh, Grizzly Cubs will be moving on. They uh, have a good, solid win in regional action today, and. Uh, Coach, thanks so much for being with me. Good solid win over Evansville North, sixty-nine thirty. Now that you have some time, tell me how you do this today. Uh, really, again, just as we go, uh, Bob. Just kind of a good team effort. We got off to a good start, which I, you know, in any big tournament game is always a, a positive. Uh, but we were able to go off to a good start, and then we were able to sustain it throughout the game. Um, Lauren Clem, our point guard, led us with fourteen right. points, but we. We had a really good performance. Kennedy Urban came off the bench today to hit four threes in the second quarter and wow. really kind of just, you know, put us in a, in a really good situation going into the half. And then, you know, defensively, we were solid all afternoon. Uh, Brooklyn, York chips in 11, Evan Seppenfield 9, Erica Buning 6. And, uh, again, just a really total team effort uh, by, the, uh, by the Grizzly Cubs today. Obviously, when you meet with your kids early in the summer and you're planning things out for the year, you're talking about goals of winning, you know, conference championships, sectional, this, that, and the other. Do you think this group could win a regional? Well, we set six goals at the beginning of the season, and we were able to obtain five of those with our regional win today. And, I, you know, I think that that's really uh, what we wanted right. to do. We wanted, we wanted to be able to go into next week in the semi-state, you know, and, 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 play, with the, and play with those teams there. And again, uh-huh. next week's two games in one day, and, you know, the draws tomorrow for that semi-state, and we'll just see – you know, who we have to play and, and who's kind of left. Well, uh, I know you celebrated. I'm sorry I didn't make it, um, but uh, I promise you, I'll, I'll hook, I'll, I will, at some point, I am going to take you to lunch. You know, I've said it. I haven't done it, but I will. I promise you. And I, pre- Mike, I appreciate more than you can understand you taking time to call me and talk about this great win. I'm happy for you, happy for the ladies, and I wish you the best. Mike Armstrong from Franklin. Good, solid regional win over Evansville North. Mike, thanks. Good luck next week. Thanks, Bob, and uh, we can all, we'll take all the luck we can get. I agree. I understand. Boys basketball tonight, Batesville, very impressive win. Uh, they beat East Central 64-62. Aaron Garrett joins me. Coach, thanks for the call. Tell me someone knocks one down at the horn to win the game. Coach, we're down 11 late third, and this is the uh, – these Bulldogs are taking years off my life. That makes it exciting for the fans. <laughs> we've, had a, we've had going back to the Hauser game, we close out on a 19-4 to run to win that game. 
in Madison, we go on a um, we're down 16 in the third tonight. We're down 11 in the third, and they just they continue to find a way and, and don't give up. And we it's our first overtime game of the year, and and find out find a way to do it. So just wish they made it easier on me, but they they make me earn my money. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm sure they were standing there going, Coach, we got them right where we want them right now, being down uh, as deep as we are. But, you know, they have the blueprint. They know how to do it. As frustrating as it is, clearly, uh, to their credit, uh, they, they they know how to do it, find a way to continue to do it, and that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and it's fun when you see different kids show up because we're not a one-man team by any means. Yeah. Different guys, different nights. And today, East Central played hard. They're They're solid. And they've got our, their foot on our throat, and then we don't give up. And there's plenty of times when we could have given up, and they just keep battling, 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 and continue to find a way. And you know, Coach, how important that's going to be once we hit turn sure. time. Yeah. So tell me who plays well. Jack Grunkmeyer took over late, and then Sam Johnson, Cade Kaiser. Those are our, those are our big three most games. But right. Gus Prickle, senior, who – I wasn't happy with defensively, and he set most of fourth. We go back to him as far as getting our starting group together to start the overtime, and, and he hits the first. You know how overtime is, whether you're on defense yeah. or offense, that first possession is <laughs> right. critical. We run a set. Kate Kaiser drives hard downhill, reads the collapsing defense, kicks it out to Gus, who'd set most of the fourth. Gus, is, he looks, loads, and shoots and hits and, and makes a big three for us. So it's, it's just it's fun and, and cool to see those guys grow up. Fantastic. Batesville tonight by two over East Central. Who are you playing next week? We, um, we've we got a rescheduled game as far as what got caught by snow a couple weeks ago. So we'll be on the road right. playing County Tuesday. So quick turnaround. But, Coach, before I go, let you go, i got a shout-out to um, Plainfield, good friend Michael Mincer, Hannah Mincer. Right. You're, you're, you're a alma mater, Plainfield. Oh, yeah. Happy, yeah. To see them win. Yep. Happy to see them win today. So am I. Trust me when I tell you. So am I. I appreciate it, Aaron. Good luck next week. You take care. Thank you. You too. Thanks so much. Coming up, the one and only Nick Gardner from Butler talking about the Bulldogs and Providence after this scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. It is over in West Lafayette. Final a 79-59, number two Purdue, topples Indiana, and the Boilers sweep the Hoosiers on the campaign. 26 points and 13 rebounds plus four assists for Zach Eady. They're calling him Zach 3D right now in West Lafayette. The first career three for Zach Eady banked in off glass from the top of the key as Purdue continues to impress and the Boilers are 21-2. and two. Let's move to some high school basketball. Class 3A Regional Girls Basketball State Tournament. It was Bremen over Hanover Central 41-37 in the Jimtown Regional. In the same case, it was Northwood beating New Prairie 54-41. LaPel Regional, Hamilton Heights with the W over Woodland 55-31. Caston Regional remaining in Class 3A. Norwell dismantles Benton Central 58-44. Southmont Regional, Danville squeaks by Speedway 57-23. Greencastle Regional, Chatard over Indian Creek 64-60. 
Crawford County Regional, Gibson Southern, no issue with Washington. Final of 57 to 40. And the Charlestown Regional finishing up 3A. Scottsburg over Greensburg, 62 51. Boys basketball, two overtime games to report. Mount Vernon Fordville over Pike. That's a 70 to 66 score. And Switzerland County outlasts Austin, 78 71 OT. Welcome back, everyone. As promised, the one and only Nick Gardner from the Butler Radio Network. Bulldogs, 75-72 winners over Providence. Nick Gardner, it's been too long. It's great to hear from you. What a great win for the dogs today. Great to talk to you, Coach. Thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, it was a fantastic win, and it was a uh, another thriller for the dogs and a big one they had to have at Hinkle today. Yeah, throwback days. I mean, it, it, it had to bring back great memories for you. I mean, good places packed. Everybody's excited. It's an exciting game, and they get a big win. Tell me how they do this. Well, Coach, you're absolutely right, and it was a uh, – I'll tell you what, they overcame. Uh, they controlled a lot of the game, but they had, they had the turnover bug bite them today. And this was a, mm. an area the dogs had really taken care of the ball well. But they had 16 turnovers today, and uh, mm. that really allowed Providence to hang around. They were up. Up 11 early in the second half. Providence fights all the way back, and Coach Dogs find themselves down four or down seven at the under four with about four minutes to play. And then they made play after play to get the win. And uh, Pierre Brooks with some big hoops late. DJ Davis led the way with 20. Uh, he's been fantastic. That's four games in a row now where DJ is, has hit the 20-point mark. And um, once again, it was it was four dogs in double figures. And some key plays late, a big block by Augusto Casia late. And um, dogs get a big win. You're right. It was a throwback type of day at Hinkle, that's for sure. Yeah, they got guys, Nick, they, you know, the thing about this group, and you know there's better than anybody having having played on some really, really good teams. They have gamers. They have guys who make plays. And they're and they're getting – and I think the other thing, they're getting more of those guys. Uh, they have some talented guys, but they've got that edge. They've got that feeling. They, they kind of have that swagger, I guess, for want of a better term. Uh, and, yeah, it's an important, an important game to play. And they found a way to win, which has been one of the hallmarks of the Bulldogs over their run in these past few years. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They've got, and they've got a lot of gamers too, Coach. And what they've done that's that's impressed me is, um, you know, they, they've really gelled together, and it's been different guys each and every night, even in different right. parts of the games. And they haven't forced things when it hasn't been their night, and they haven't. Uh, they've just they've shared that responsibility really well, and, and and they've been through some battles early that they didn't execute. I mean, there's no greater example. You're up three at Providence early in Big East play. You, you're not able to close it out. You didn't make those plays late. And, and throughout the, the latter half of this Big East schedule, they've been making those plays. They've been getting those victories. And that's why they've set themselves up in a pretty good position. Yeah, I think they're in great shape right now. I and mean, the other part of it is, listen, as balanced and as uh, difficult as it is in Big in Big East play, there's a whole lot of time left, and a whole lot of things can happen in front of them. Uh, but it's it's important. You got you got to win at home. I think we all understand that. That's why this is such an impressive day. Absolutely, a, a huge day, and you got to win at home each and every night. But when you look at the schedule in particular with with this group, coach. You know, you got a three-game homestand. Well, this was game one. Now you've got 
Marquette coming in on Tuesday night, followed by Creighton after that. You know, two ranked opponents, two two teams that you beat on their floors mm-hmm. earlier mm-hmm. in the season. And uh, so you, you're going to have some, some things coming. So it was good to get this one in your pocket already. And now you got another test coming up because, as you know, the Big East, they just keep coming. Yeah. Yeah. That, clearly there are no, no nights off. Who's up next for them? Yeah, we got Marquette. 6.30 tip at Hankel on Tuesday night, the Golden Eagles. Uh, the dogs got them up there in, in Milwaukee last month, and, and they've ripped off seven straight since that one. They won today uh, against right. St. John. They're playing at a big time, that, that kind of preseason level where they were expected, so it should be another tough test on Tuesday night. Nick Gardner from the Butler Radio Network. On the call of Butler's big win over Providence today, 75-72. Nick, great to talk to you. Give my best to Mark, and thanks so much for your time, and have a great weekend. My pleasure, Coach. Always great to talk to you, and uh, hopefully Appreciate we'll do it, it again soon. I, I look forward to it. Thanks so much. That's Nick Gardner from the uh, um, Butler Radio Network. Let's talk some girls um regional action scott mitchell of swim sports has the crawford county regional scott thanks for calling you called me last night a great time i really appreciate it crawford county is the site um and you had some really really good solid basketball down there today tell me about these games and tell me who uh, who wins the championship it was uh, Regional 15, uh, Coach. Uh, the first game was the number right. three-ranked Gibson Southern Lady Titans uh, against the number 10-ranked uh, Washington Hatchets in yeah. 3A. Yeah. And um, it was a great game, uh, a three-point lead at half for Gibson Southern. They stretched it out in the second half. They ended up winning the game 57-40, to 40. Um, a uh, – Big win, a very balanced scoring attack for Gibson Southern. Four uh, kids in double figures led by Gabby Spink and Paige Snouse with 13 each. Nola Ravalev with 12 and 10 for Chloe Graham, their all-time leading scorer at Gibson Southern. They go on now, uh, move on to semi-state action, 23-4 and four overall. Um, in the losing effort, uh, the really talented sophomore, Katie Reed, had 15 for Washington as they end up 22 and 5. The second game we had, coach, uh, we had right. number one Lanesville uh, in mm-hmm. single A, the defending state champ. Uh, so in regional 31, right. they fall right. off a game, Bar Reeve team. They win at 48 31. And, you know, this Lanesville team plays such good defense. They forced 25 turnovers a day. They only shot 32%, but because of those turnovers, they got 26 additional shots. And uh, they were led by their outstanding guard, Hadley Crozier, who had 23 points. Shelby Allen back off uh, from injury, came up with 15 points for the uh, Lanesville Lady Eagles, who moved to 26-1 and now. So you, like the rest of the state, will be anxiously following the pairing show tomorrow to find out who's going to be playing whom. We definitely will be. We'll be up um, at the Sima State in Jasper next week, so we'll be looking to see who comes there uh, to play. And uh, it won't matter who it is, Coach. You know how it is this time of year. You'll get some good teams in there. Absolutely. Scott Mitchell, Swim Sports, as the Crawford County Regional. 
I appreciate the call, Scott. We'll talk to you next week. No problem, Coach. Always good to talk to you. Thank you so much. John Montgomery from WNDI in Sullivan. When we started Indiana Sports Talk in August of 1994, WNDI was one of our original stations, and I cannot tell you how happy I am that they are still with us through the, the all through these 30 years and the man responsible, John Montgomery. John, thanks so much for the call. You had some regional action today. North Central Farmersburg beating Bethesda Christian 54-50. to For North Central, they, uh, they made history tonight, Bob, and this has been a pretty good program here under Coach Joey Davis in the last uh, five or six years, and this is their third trip to the regionals, but uh, they had never won the regionals. In fact, the school has not won a girls' basketball regional until wow. tonight. And so they, uh, they're down by seven at the half. They're down by 12 in the third wow. quarter, Bob. And they turned this thing around with half-court trapping defense that kind of changed the tempo of the game and uh, outscored Bethesda by 10 in the fourth quarter, hit 17 of 20 free throws, uh, and uh, won the game by 5, 55 to 50. Uh, Joey's daughter, Jalen, had 20 of her 25 points in the second half. This was an amazing win. These girls really dug deep to pull this game out here in the second half. And I have to imagine that uh, the broadcaster was pretty excited while this is going on. Enjoyed this one. Uh, he wasn't very excited in the third quarter, but that that changed pretty quickly. And <laughs> and uh, this is a really good defensive team, Bob. And they score off the defense, and and uh, that really turned the, the game around. And a lot of credit to North Central because Bethesda really had this game. I thought where, the way they wanted it, but right. North Central dug deep and they pulled it out first time in school history. Girls regional champions. I'm really happy for them. Hey, John, can you hang on through this scoreboard update? Sure. All right, we'll come back, talk more with John Montgomery from WNDI on the Greencastle Regional. This is Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Back to the girls' basketball regional scores. We'll move down to Class A. Winnemac Regional, Marquette Catholic took down Morgan Township 54-43. To the Caston Regional, where Caston got the win over Bethany Christian 44-29. West Dell Regional, it was Union City, no issue with Daleville 51-32. How about the defensive performance by Clinton Central in the Belmont Regional? They shut down Northfield 58-16. Southwestern Regional, Defensive battle, Jack Sandell earns the W against Eminence, 34-25. Greencastle Regional, North Central Farmersburg over Bethesda Christian by a five-piece, 55-50. Crawford County Regional, it was Lanesville, 48, Bar Reef, 31. And in the West Washington Regional, Wood Memorial, the W against Trinity Lutheran, 62-49. Some high school boys basketball scores. One to report from the Pioneer Conference playoffs. Great one. Muncie Burris edges Indianapolis International 
252. Other boys basketball scores. It was Knightstown taking down North Decatur 59-53. Indianapolis Tech, a good win against Indianapolis Metropolitan 58-54. Cathedral beats Franklin Central 70-61. It was Greenfield Central over Avon 54-50. Faith Christian defeats Tri-Central 60-57. And Demont Christian earns the W against Whiting 64-39. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network from WNDI in Sullivan. John Montgomery, he has a call of a great, great win uh, for North Central, Farmersburg, 54-50 winners over Bethesda Christian in the Greencastle Regional. All right, John, go back and and tell me just exactly how North will win this ballgame. Well, North Central gets out and leads by one at the end of the first quarter and played pretty well to start the game. Uh, Bethesda Christian has a tremendous guard, Kenzie uh, Folks, and she was phenomenal tonight. She had 30 points, and 20 of those came in the first half. And so she was a handful to guard, and she has been for anybody. Second quarter, though, Bethesda Christian outscores North Central 13-5, to and they take a seven-point lead at the half. And so mm-hmm. – Things not looking good there, but when they come out in the second half, that lead quickly goes up to 12, and it's really not looking good. So a defensive change was made, and they were just trying to get the ball out of out of Kinsey's hands for Bethesda because she was so good. Some of the other girls had a hard time with the trap, a couple of turnovers, a couple of three-point shots by Kimber Latson, and all of a sudden the 12-point game is down to five as we go to the fourth. North Central has some momentum, a couple more turnovers off the trap. And then finally, North Central takes the lead. And then they just do it from the free throw line for probably for the last couple of minutes of the game. Jalen Davison was twelve or 10 out of 12, and they hit 17 out of 20. So it all started with the defense. And once they got going defensively, the offense took over. Lily Gaines also hit a big three-pointer in that fourth quarter to help them out as well. So it was a gut-wrenching win. I tell you, North Central fans came very loud and proud. Right, tremendous right. student body. It was, it was an amazing night for North Central. Well, then get ready for uh, another uh, performance like this next weekend. You think they're excited tonight? Wait till next weekend. You know, there is no easy draw here because Wood Memorial's no. strong. Lanesville's number one, although North Central played them to a one-point game earlier in the year in a tournament. And, uh, you know, it, there's all these teams. I don't care who you draw in the semi-state. It's going to be very difficult. That draw could be very interesting uh, coming up at 2 o'clock Eastern time on Sunday. But whoever you get, it's going to be a tough matchup for sure. He's John Sullivan from WNDI. In uh, Excuse me, he's John Montgomery. You might as well be John Sullivan because you the unofficial mayor of, of Sullivan. John Montgomery from WNDI in Sullivan, North Central of Farmersburg, with a very impressive regional win tonight. John, I've said it, uh, and I'll say it again, can't thank you enough. We're not on for 30 years without station owners like you and your wife and having the faith in us and staying with us for 30 years. Um, I appreciate it more than you know, and I appreciate you taking time to join us. Bob, it's been my pleasure all these years, and certainly my pleasure tonight. Thank you for the time, and look forward to talking to you next week. You're welcome. Thank you. Tanner Camp joins me from the Regional Radio Sports Network, quickly becoming one of my favorites. I'm just telling you, becoming one of my favorites. All right, regional action. 
Just so you know, I've lost you on my screen. Tell me where you are and what game. You know, here we go. Marquette Catholic beats Morgan Township 54-43. There's that uh, inability to handle technological things, uh, Tanner. So help me out here. Yeah, yeah, Coach. So uh, this game, uh, Marquette Catholic gets the, the 54-43 win. Um, a great crowd. This is what small school basketball is about. Right. Very much like John said, this is what you love about small school communities is Morgan Township and Marquette Catholic. Of course, Morgan Township out of Valpo and, and Marquette Catholic out of Michigan City. They traveled real well over an hour away uh, to Winnemac. And I tell you what, it was a very, very loud environment. And uh, that was in favor for Morgan Township. Of course, their big win was against Tri Township last week. That was probably one of the biggest upsets in the state. And they jumped out mm-hmm. to an early 8-6 lead in the fourth quarter, and uh, it was back and forth. Uh, the Morgan Township goes into halftime with an 18-13 to 13 lead. But the one thing I've learned about this Blazers team, and uh, for Coach Kalignan, second half, you better be ready. Um, and Lanaya Davis, again, I've talked about her before, the 5'7 mm-hmm. sophomore who's mm-hmm. averaging 19 points. She finished with 25 points, including 21 of those in just the second half, and really helped wow. lead Marquette Catholic. Uh, to a great second half where they scored a total of 41 of their 54 points in just the second half. So uh, the one to end Marquette Catholic, then again, 18 in the third and then 23 in the fourth to uh, to seal the deal and get a win over a really good Morgan Township team. And again, Rick Budka, I want to give him a shout out. He's done a tremendous job uh, with mm-hmm. his Cherokees team since he's taken over. Of course, had a great run at South Central Union Mills. And I tell you what, uh, uh, Morgan Township should keep him around because those those players were locked in. And don't be surprised if we see uh, the Cherokees back in regional play next year. But uh, Peyton, I want to give another shout-out. Peyton Honshaw uh, played in her final game with the Cherokees, finished with 20 points. That's not a bad way uh, to go out. But as I mentioned, Lanaya Davis, a super special sophomore for Marquette Catholic, finishes with 25 points. And uh, for the Blazers, they uh, get their first regional since 2019. And as uh, I'm sure many other are ready for, that oh-so-glorious rolling tomorrow to find out who the Blazers will have. And just like John said with the South, Marquette Catholic, they're either going to have Caston, Union City, or Clinton Central. Those are three really good teams there, Bob. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well... That's why we play them, and that's why it's so much fun. From the Regional Radio Sports Network, Tanner Camp, great job as always, Tanner. Thank you so much. The Winnemac Regional goes to a very good Marquette Catholic team. They beat Morgan Township 54-43. Tanner, thanks. We'll talk next week. Thanks for the call. You bet, you Coach. Thank you, as always, for all you do for the state. This is always one of my favorite times after my game. I appreciate it. Thanks for the kind words. The happiest guy you know in terms of radio play-by-play guy, Joey O'Rourke, has the best gig going. Indiana State beating Missouri State on the road today, 73-71. Joey, thanks so much for the call. Sycamore's win again wasn't easy, but they prevail at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Coach. Uh, first off, I want to apologize. I totally should have got with you uh, last week, but I got tied up after the game and just didn't end up being able to call in. But you know, Listen, this is no need to. <laughs> I appreciate it. No need to apologize. When you're when you're doing work for the Sycamores, you become a superstar, and uh, I, I understand it. I appreciate you squeezing us in tonight. Quite frankly. Yeah, you know, it was. it's one of those things about having an early uh, road trip. We uh, flew out to Missouri State yesterday. 
Um, yeah. You know, had the early tip this uh, this afternoon. We were back in Terre Haute by seven fifteen. So those are all those are all uh, always well appreciated. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. This is what this this is what this time of the year is all about. Though uh, you get deep into conference play, everybody's got the scout on you. I mean, when you're in conference, coach, you know it. These guys know yeah. all your tendencies, know what you like to do, and uh, you look at this Indiana State team has a shot the three point shot uh, from behind the arc very well the last uh, four or five games, but I think it's just a testament to what this team is and how good they are and how connected they are when you find a way to pull out a, a game where going in to this afternoon's game, Indiana State was just 6-33 and 33 in Springfield. Yikes. That's a tough place yeah. to play, but you know what? It's a confident group, even though they're not shooting the ball like you'd like them to. They're still doing the things they need to do to, especially. Oh uh, yeah, and you know, you, you guys in Indianapolis are very, uh, very familiar with Ryan Conwell and his time at yeah. Pike High School. I mean, I call him Steady Eddie for this Indiana State team. Uh, he never gets too high, never gets too low. When Indiana State was struggling in the first half. It was 18 first-half points that Conwell kept the Sycamores alive and gave them a chance to win it in the second half. Then Isaiah Swope kind of got it going. He ended up with 19, just 5 out of 17 from behind the three-point line, but he hit some big shots down the stretch, and none bigger than the shot along the baseline that put Indiana State up 5 with 20 seconds to go. But Indiana State, again, coach, doesn't win this game. Julian Larry had seven second-half points. That's all wow. he scored. But he hit a big mm-hmm. three with tw- – uh, he hit a big three with like three three minutes and 47 seconds. Indiana State down 67-66. Hits a three, puts Indiana State up 69-67. Sycamores don't look back. All right, who's up next for the Sycamores? Uh, coming up on Tuesday at the Holman Center – Illinois State, and then another big, big game coming up uh, one week from today. We make the trip down to Carbondale, another place historically that is not treated yeah. Sycamore as well. Joey O'Rourke, the voice of the Indiana State Sycamores, I think the hottest team around. They win 73-71 over Missouri State today. Joey, thanks for the time. Best of luck to the Sycamores. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, sounds good, Coach. Thanks for everything you do. You're welcome. Thank you. Coming up, scoreboard update. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We continue our coverage of the Girls Basketball Regional Championship scoreboard. And in Class 4A, wow, some of these and teams getting knocked out of the tournament just goes to show you how many solid teams there are around the state. And we begin in the Laporte Regional Class 4A. South Bend, Washington had truly been the king of the state, it has seemed, over the last number of years. But today they go down to Lake Central, 54-38. On the other side of that, Valparaiso gets past Northridge by just a penny, 47-46. Marion Regional, Homestead over McCutcheon, 51-34. And Noblesville beats Fort Wayne Snyder by a triple, 43-40. Decatur Central Regional, Plainfield topping Pike 48-43, and Lawrence Central crushes Mount Vernon-Fordville 58-30. Lastly, the Bedford-North Lawrence Regional, BNL loses on their home floor. Center Grove over BNL 48-27. Center Grove, the Trojans, they can play, and now they await 
the semi-state round on the other side of that BNL regional. It was Franklin all over Evansville North, 69 to 30. Some more boys high school basketball scores from today. We go to Chesterton over Hammond Central 61-49. It was Attica beating Indiana Deaf by 10, 52-42. Batesville squeezes past East Central by a pair. Final was 64-62. And Bloomfield beats Bloomington South 49-42. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Purdue, 79-59 winners over Indiana University tonight. From the IU Radio Network, John Harry joins us. John, uh, this movie has been played once, and unfortunately you saw the same result. Boilers uh, beat the Hoosiers uh, relatively handily tonight. Yeah, yeah, Bob. Uh, it just... The roster doesn't change much from matchup one right. to matchup two. I mean, but you, you did like, if you're Indiana, you like the energy that you came out to start the game with. I mean, you got up 12 to nine early. You were making some plays. Mm-hmm. Khalil mm-hmm. Ware had a dunk. Trey Galloway hit some shots. Um, you know, you remember last year when Indiana beat Purdue at Purdue, Jalen hood Shafino scored 35 points, and it was going to take a Herculean effort like that out of the guards to, to do that tonight. Obviously, the guards just were not quite good enough, and, and, that, was, and that was a big part of the problem. Um, but, you know, Purdue is Purdue, and, and they, they're playing at home, and they found a way to respond. And, and the issue with Indiana has, it continues to be consistency. You see these stretches of really good basketball right. for either a few minutes or for one game, and then after that it goes to the next game, and you just don't quite see it. I mean, they beat Iowa, then they lose to Penn State, have a huge bounce back against Ohio State, mm-hmm. and built on that to start off this game well, but Braden Smith for Purdue, in my opinion, he kind of turned the, he turned the game around. He scored 15 of his 19 points in the first half, and then in the second half, Zach Eady dominated and, and right. does what Zach Eady does. He was the national player of the year last year. I'd be surprised if he's not the national player uh, of the mm-hmm. year this year. It's just um, Purdue's just had an outstanding season, and they continue to do so. Yeah, it's hard to match up with him. You know, Khalil uh, Ware, for, for all the talents he has, not strong enough to muscle up on him in the post. And uh, as you pointed out, you know, you kind of have an idea what Edie's going to give you every night. Uh, the guys around him have elevated their play, and they did especially on a night like tonight against the Hoosiers. Yeah, and, and Don Fisher made, made a great point during the broadcast tonight. Last year when Purdue – lost to Fairleigh Dickinson in the tournament, those guards were freshmen and they were young. Well, now they're another year older. They're more experienced. Right. Braden Smith, I think, it clearly uh, is the most improved player on the team. Fletcher Lawyer can knock down some shots for you. Uh, and then you add in Trey Kaufman-Wren and Lance Jones. There's just so many – there are just so many weapons. And the weird thing about it is, Bob, you know, Fletcher Lawyer didn't even have that great of a game tonight. One of six right. in the field, Lance right. Jones, one of seven – but they also bring you a ton of energy off the bench. They don't just do, they don't just shoot shots. They can do other things for you on the floor. Right. Um, but again, it was you know Indiana did come out with some fight. It was good to see Khalil Ware play. It was very troubling to see how he kind of injured himself. It appeared at the end of the Ohio State game. So I'm very, you got to be pleased that he was even able to get out there tonight. Right. And then. C.J. Gunn has had a lot of problems uh, shooting the b- basketball with consistency, and he comes out and scores 13 points and leads Indiana in scoring. Obviously, it was in the losing effort, but 
at least from a positive standpoint for Indiana, it was good to see C.J. Gunn get going. All right, who's up next for the Hoosiers, John? Well, it's it's a big home game against Northwestern, uh, but we got a yeah. seven-day layoff, though. So that's not until February 18th, <laughs> the same wow. day as the All-Star game. So uh, that's a home game for Indiana at Assembly Hall. Uh, Northwestern's right at the top of the standing, so that that's going to be a game that Indiana – really really needs to get if they want to you know have any hope of making the ncaa tournament they gotta they gotta win out at home and also steal some maybe steal a game or two on the road and then probably make a run in the big 10 tournament i think that's what they're looking at right now john herrick from the iu sports network on the call of Purdue's 79 59 win over iu john thanks as always have a great weekend all right thank you coach Thank you. Coming up, we're going to talk to Dr. Lynn Clark from Irish 101. Excuse me. Notre Dame beats Virginia Tech today. We'll talk about that big win after this short break. We're back on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to Save Lives.org is their website. College basketball today. Notre Dame, 74 66 winners over Virginia Tech. Dr. Lynn Clark from Irish 101 joins us. This is an important win. This is an impressive win for the Irish today, Lynn. The Irish snapped a seven-game losing streak, and with the win, they improved eight and sixteen on the season, and three and ten in the ACC play. And Marcus Burton once again leading the way for the Fighting Irish, and proving that he is one of the best freshmen in all of college basketball. Burton with sixteen yeah. points, eight assists, yeah. and six steals. He was joined in double-figure scoring by Braden Shrewsbury with a dozen, and Keba Jai with eleven. Jai also led the Irish in rebounds with six. But Bob, the difference in tonight's game was Notre Dame's effectiveness in shooting the basketball. They shot 49% from the field, 35% from three. They out-rebounded Virginia Tech 34-28, only turned the ball over eight times. They've mm-hmm. been averaging about 16 uh, turnovers as of late. And then right. they had 14 assists. So this is the most complete the Fighting Irish have played since that big win over Virginia back in, in December. And things are starting to change now as Micah Shrewsbury and his coaches are getting through to the Notre Dame players. Right. Well, you know what? It it takes a while. There's no blueprint for how long or how quickly it'll happen. (laughs) Excuse me. The the other thing is, you know, I, I try not to oversimplify the game. I tried my best not to, but I'm at a point now where I... It really is a miss or make game. If you make shots, you got a chance. And the other thing about making shots is you feel better about yourself, and it does make you play better on the defensive end. And so I mean, the Irish, you know, the take better care of the basketball, great. Shooting the ball better, that's great. You pick up your intensity defensively, all those are good things. But I think a lot of it flows from the ability to knock down shots. Exactly. And Notre Dame has – been out of pain a lot of these ball games yeah. that they have lost, but I really yeah. think this win over Virginia Tech, a team they haven't defeated since 2020, is really going to be the momentum changer wow. with Micah Shrewsbury because this is the night that everything just kind of aligned and everything translated well on the court. They can build off of this. They've got a game on Wednesday against Georgia Tech. If they can string back-to-back victories together in the ACC heading into late March. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like uh, John said about Indiana, there's a chance for them to make a run of the Big Ten tournament. This is a chance for Micah Shrewsbury to make some noise in the ACC tournament. Yeah. 
All right, you got less than a minute. Give me some updates on football. Give me give me some football news. Well, the the, the, the newcomers are starting in. They had uh, some uh, work with the media the other day, getting the chance to meet Ryder there, CJ Carr, and all the new people coming in. But Notre Dame's women is back in action tomorrow at Florida State, 17-5. and five, right. The Lady Irish are. They lost against Louisville in, during the midweek. And then the defending national champion lacrosse team begins defense of their title on Wednesday at home against Cleveland State. There you go. Dr. Lynn Clark, you are the best. Have a great weekend, Lynn. Thanks so much. Thanks, Bob. You too. Coming up, top of the hour, scoreboard update with Brendan King and more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk.